Welcome to the podcast, Confidently Me, with your host, Julie Davidson. This is a place where women come who have lost touch with their health and their fitness, and they don't know where to start. They feel like they have no purpose and have lost their confidence. Each week, I'll share with you how I have not only overcome challenges myself with my health and fitness, but also how I have coached women to improve their lives, become more confident, create new habits, and really understand who they are now and who they are proud of right now. This podcast is for you to see that you are not alone and that change is possible and I'm here to help. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Confidently Me. I'm your host, Julie Davidson, and today, again, I have another special guest, which I am so excited to be able to have this lady on today. As I said at the beginning of the year, I am trying to have as many guests as I can because I feel like the women that I'm speaking with, the women that I'm that I'm meeting all aligned, we're all aligned, we're all connected. And I think it's really important to um, learn different aspects that's something that I can't teach you. And this woman is amazing. So a little bit of back history with this is I met um, this lady, I shouldn't say lady, but I'm saying ladies. So, cause I'm trying not to use your name, but you know what, I'm going to just share with you. So who I'm having on the, on the podcast today is Anne Whitaker, who is a color and image consultant. I met Anne a few years ago in a leadership program and also have just spent the last couple of days with her um, at another conference, which is amazing. And we've pretty much stayed connected since and love what Anne's all about. And we have, we're very aligned with wanting to help women with their confidence. I'm more so on the health and wellness, but Anne is, is definitely another piece of this puzzle that I always talk about on here. And so enough about me. I would love to introduce you to Anne and I would love for you to share a little bit, little bit about yourself. Perfect. I'm actually going to pick up what you just said because when I'm working with my clients, I say exactly what you just said. I'll say there's pieces of a puzzle. Yes. And I offer certain pieces. I offer colour and image. I do bra fitting. Yeah, I've got pieces. And only they can decide what pieces of that puzzle they need. And like you say, health and wellness is a piece of it. Exercise is a piece of it. The pieces of the puzzle, and we need to work out which bits fit our puzzle. And sometimes bits don't fit immediately. They maybe fit six months on or a year on. And that's okay. And that's you know our job as coaches to basically say, I have a piece of a puzzle. You know, I know this is an important piece. And when you're ready... I'm here to provide that. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I'm Anne. I'm a color and image consultant, which basically means I help people, help people to feel confident in their appearance. I help them to know exactly what colors, shapes, styles of clothing work for them. So when they go to the shops, they're not overwhelmed by choice. They can literally narrow it down and go, that's what I'm looking for. And when they wear it, they know they look amazing wearing it. That's basically me. Everybody needs that. Like I need you in my life. And you know what? I hear so many women um, and clients that I talk to is that they don't know what to wear, especially once they get past the 40s and the 50s. 
Yep. And obviously their, their bodies are changing as well. We're putting on weight. We're different shapes. So <clears throat> tell me how when you when you have clients that contact you and they're just, do they have a certain question that they're always asking or, is, or do you find that there's a theme that women always ask? Is there a specific um, thing they're struggling with, especially if, of what to wear in their appearance? You touched on it. I mean, a lot of my clients, I'm 55. So a lot of my clients are 40 plus. Quite often they're going through menopause. Like you said, bodies have gone haywire, weight's gone on, bellies have changed, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. I also get quite a lot of people come and see me because they, they know black doesn't suit them, but they know what don't know what does. So when we're young, we've got beautiful, firm skin. We don't have lines. We don't have wrinkles. You know, our hair color hasn't gone gray. Um, and we can get away with a lot more. But also, it's also the fact that particularly when we're in that you know, early teens, early 20s, unless we get married and have kids really early, we have more time and we put more effort in. You know, to use the example of my, my beautiful stepdaughter, when she was 19, she'd go off to the valley on a Friday night because that's what they do. And she'd spend two hours with her, with her bestie getting her makeup ready and done. And she looked incredible. Now... I'm 55. I don't have two hours to do my makeup. I don't want to go to the valley in the first place, oh. but I just don't have it and I can't be bothered with that effort. So we've kind of passed that stage of really grooming. And by this time, we've maybe got kids and possibly grandkids and a job and all this other stuff. And women tend to put themselves last, unfortunately. Yes. And quite often, a lot of my women come to me because they suddenly look in the mirror and they go, what happened? I used to know what works. And sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they've never known. Mm. But sometimes they used to know what worked. But with the new body and the new life, it's just in the too hard basket. And it's that gradual slope. And COVID hasn't helped it. No, because we, we were so isolated. Um, like a lot of our confidence took a hit, like, a lot of women I spoke to actually lost their identity. Do you find that yep. that's something that you can yep. you can help women with? Like explain, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, and you're exactly, we've lost our identity. We've got, it's that gradual process of, oh, I won't do this today and oh, I won't style my hair today and then I won't do this and I won't put makeup on. And, mm. and suddenly it's like, like I said, it's like I used to look like that when I was 20 and I was really happy with that. But this has happened and COVID accelerated that massively because so many people are working from home. Yeah. You know, they're now often in a job that's doing both. That's now really confusing. You know, they probably now like the working from home and now they've got to go into the office, but they've got used to wearing casual clothes, less makeup, flat yeah. shoes, all that stuff. Yes. And there's this real disconnect of, who have I become? So, yeah, losing identity. And same with social life. You know, our social lives all, even though in Brisbane we were really fortunate and we weren't, you know, locked down like Melbourne and other parts of the world. Yeah. But our social lives still take a hit. And there's definitely this ripple effect that people just don't know who they are any longer. And they've also questioned who they were as well. Yes, that is... That is um a lot of the chatter that I hear is like, I don't know where I'm going. Like mm. kids have grown up and I don't know who I am anymore. I, I think I want to change careers. Like yep. 
I think I want to be someone different, but how do I do that? But then I'm too scared to change that career because I don't know who I am. I don't like, yeah. I don't know what to do with my hair. I don't know. What, I mean, if anybody who's watching the you listening on the podcast, I didn't really do my hair again today, but I've dressed up and I've got my <laughs> hair pulled back and I feel nice and neat and tidy. Yeah. But some days you just don't know who you are and who you want to be. I think yeah. probably the question too is we don't know as a woman in, because I'm 50, I just recently turned 50, we actually don't know who we are, who we want to be. Because we've been somebody else all our lives for other people. Yeah. For, so, a lot, for a lot of women. Yeah, we've been the wife, we've been the mum. Like I said, we yes. might be now be the grandfather, a grandmother. And there's all these so all these perceptions put on us, you know, and we listen to all that chatter and a lot of stuff comes from really early childhood, but things happen throughout our lives that, you know, you know, oh, love, yeah, that short skirt, that, that skirt's a bit short for you, or you don't need to wear that, or, oh, don't bother doing that. Oh, I love your hair, how it is. And, and we listen to all this stuff, all these other people's perceptions. And as women, we often take it on. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but I don't know who I am. Yeah. yeah. And that's why uh, I do what I do, because I come from an abusive background. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know who I was. It was taken away from me very early. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I had my own colours and image done, which was 23 years ago, it changed my life. So I was wearing completely wrong colours, had no idea. I made myself look sick and ill and icky every single day. No idea about that. But more importantly, when I did style... They went, oh, this is your clothing personality. And I'm like, that fits? Oh, my gosh. Because before I was trying to fit in. So for office, I'd go all dressed up, suited and booted and you know, trying to be all powerful. And then I quite often use the example of Melbourne Cup. A lot of Melbourne Cup, a lot of women will go into pretty little girly dresses. So mm-hmm. I had times where I wear pretty little floral girly dresses. And then I have other times when, at that point, I was single. So, you know, let's... Let's become Jessica Rabbit for the night kind of thing. Yes. And then when I was home, I was like, you know, when I actually had my colours done, I lived in Africa. So, you know, we were very casual in our casual life and even our work life wasn't that formal, even though I worked with government. I wasn't informal, formal all the time. So I was playing all these roles to basically, without knowing it, fit in and please other people. Yes, that is huge. People... Women, we feel like that we're for our whole life, we've pleased everybody, even mm-hmm. what we wear. So yeah. do you have ladies that, that come to you and they're a little bit afraid to wear colour? Like, do you yeah. help? Yeah, quite often they come because of that, because they, yeah. like I said, they know black's not suiting them because yeah. black only will suit a quarter of the population in the world and it might not be a top colour for, for those people. And as we age, it becomes harsher and harsher and worse and worse on people. Okay. Um, because we've got the imperfections that it then shows up. Yeah. Um, but often, yeah, they kind of maybe want to sort of step into colour, but it's a myriad of colours. It's yeah. a myriad of choices. It's yeah. scary. And if you get it wrong, people, you're obvious because you're in colour. Yeah. So, yeah, my ladies quite often are afraid, afraid of colour. They kind of want to step in, but they're also... They're very afraid of getting it wrong. And it's overwhelming. I hear it all the time, you know. Mm. Shopping is overwhelming. I'd say 
80% of my clients hate shopping. I would agree with you. I'm probably in that. And I think it, I used to think it was to do with because, you know, you know, you're on a bit of a budget, but I just generally sometimes don't know what to buy. And I just do, I get overwhelmed. Like, and I have friends that they go to come shopping and they look through the sale items and the rack. And I'm like, I could think of nothing worse than looking (laughs) at every piece of clothing. No, I don't have hours to spend so I stick to the basics and I guess I'm okay with that. But especially for women that are looking at changing their careers, especially if it's a more corporate or even I'm finding ladies want to talk about um, starting their own business. So how can you help someone help a, help one of the help women in general that are thinking about stepping right out of their comfort zone to even start a business? Like, how would you talk to them? Like, how would you help them decide on like what to wear and the look? Like, that I'd love to hear about that. Well, first one is really particularly for, and actually in a way it's strange because women who have businesses quite often find it easier to come and see me than women that don't because we can tax deduct it often. Not always, talk to your accountant, disclaimer, but often you can tax deduct it, you can run it through the business. Gotcha. Like Therefore, it. it's a business expense, it's not personal. Not personal. <laughs> not spending money on myself. But it's really important because first impressions count. Yes. And people will judge you, your business, and your business capability by the way you and your staff present yourselves. That makes total sense. That's sense. That's exactly. Yeah, to the point. I mean, perfect example was this weekend, the seminar we were at. You know, the person that was conducting it was beautifully dressed. Oh, amazing. Beautifully unbelievable yeah. and the people that surrounded her who were supporting her were beautifully dressed and it was a high-end high-level um weekend but they weren't wearing jeans because they were back end they were just doing the running around person mm. yeah they, they showed up they all showed up yeah. and it gave a continuity and a feel and a okay yeah this is class this is worthy of my expenditure ultimately um so it's really important so first thing i would say if people can go and see someone like me you know there are color and image consultants around i would encourage people to see a color consultant rather than just a stylist because the stylist will talk to you about how do you want to look and but they're not going to work out what works for you so if i've been to see a stylist mm-hmm. i could have looked amazing and stylists have their, their place don't get me wrong i could have looked amazing but would she have got me in the right colors Probably not. And if I'm wearing, so if I was wearing this dress in black, it would be dense and heavy. Actually, let's see if you can. Obviously, this won't go over for those that are listening on podcast, but those that are viewing it, can you see that you really see the black and you've lost me a bit? It's very obvious on me. Oh, so everyone that's watching, Anne is actually holding up uh, a black color over her beautiful black um, blue dress and you have to go and watch on YouTube to understand, but she's just it's demonstrating harsh. how much black is really quite harsh, isn't it? Mm, it's really harsh on me. And remember, you know, I've got makeup on, lipstick on, all those things. So that so first thing, oh, you go. I was going to say, so first thing, if they can manage to do it, go and see a, see a color consultant. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, Really think about how you want to be perceived. Yes. 
Yeah, and it can be in various different scenarios. You know, when I'm working with my clients, I talk how do how do you want to be perceived at work and at home? Because mm-hmm. we're a holistic person. It's not just work. Yeah. Um, and even work can be different scenarios for people depending what yeah. their career is. And really kind of identify those words that's how you want to be perceived. Not necessarily how you want to feel. So everyone goes, oh, comfortable. I'm like, yeah, but do you want to be perceived as comfortable? And you might be. I would imagine actually it could well be one of your words, Julie. Yeah, having spent a little bit of time time with you. But it's not everyone's word. So if you're a corporate executive, you might not want that, that word. So really think about how you want to be perceived and what those words are for you and the role you're playing. That's so It is important. It is important. Be different. different. I've got a, um, it's it's a guy, but I've got a guy who is a personal injury lawyer. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously dealing with people sometimes in quite traumatic situations. And he's got some people that are much more like builders, workers, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And then he's got other people that are high corporate executives. Well, he has to actually think about his audience and dress to the level now, if he went in all suited and booted to the builder and, you know, somebody who works in a supermarket and has had a, had a you know, severe accident and English maybe isn't their first language, he's going to scare them away. Yeah, cool. He's going to be too intimidating. But if he goes in his jeans and his chinos to see the CEO of one of the major companies, they're going to look at him and go, nah, not really what I expected to see. I want, I want someone that's, you know, top notch and going to fight for me. Mm, absolutely. So it's how you want to be perceived. It's also how you market yourself. Now, if he'd marketed it, a perfect example is I've got a lawyer who is a family lawyer. She specializes in DV situations. Right. So again, she will often meet her clients in coffee shops, wearing a blouse, sometimes even jeans mm-hmm. and a nice blouse. Obviously, if she's in court, she looks like a lawyer. Of course. But she also sells herself as the approachable as you know i'm no fuss you you don't need to be scared of me so going in in a suit would be quite confrontational but even if she went somewhere else went to see somebody who is high level mm-hmm. she's already sold herself that that's the way she's going to come in totally. so you really want to make certain you know what those words are in business and do you find that when you have a consult with somebody that they walk in one person and then they can walk out a different person so I would love to understand that like I can imagine um because I will be coming to see Anne I have not done this yet but it's on the cards um it's so much fun (laughs) I feel like how how it would feel for other women that are going to come and see you is that I'm probably like right now I'm feeling really anxious at the thought of coming in to see you so what's coming up for me is probably a lack of confidence, like judgment, like I'm not good enough, like, who, you know, who am I to go get my colours done? Like, who do I think I am? And then do you find that after the consult and you spent some time with them that they w- walk out a completely different person so they have more confidence, not just in themselves, but their ability to go shopping? Yeah, well, Definitely. Definitely. And obviously every person that comes to see me, it's back to what do they that person need to take from me? Yeah. Yeah. So some people it's just a tweak. Oh, I didn't know I could wear hot pink. I didn't know I could wear khaki. 
who knew? And they they leave with just some a little bit more information, but they've seen because everyone sees themselves look fabulous in the mirror, mm. and every single person can look fabulous. Um, it can feel very different. So it can be complete transformation for people. Um, it can be life changing for people. It was for me. It can be absolutely life changing. I've had quite a few clients that it's made significant differences in their lives. Um, I think the thing to remember is change is uncomfortable. We all know that. We all know that, you know, comfort and being out of our comfort zone generally, mm -hmm. unfortunately, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But change can be, you can adopt as much as you want from what I do. So I'm not going to, you know, say you came, mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you every single piece of work clothing you wear is wrong and you have to change immediately. Excellent. It pretty much was me. You know, I didn't own a lot of stuff that was right. Mm -hmm. uh, my hair color was wrong. All my makeup was wrong. I didn't know. I didn't have knowledge. When I was given knowledge, I could make a decision on what to do with it. But I didn't go and ditch my whole wardrobe in two days. Mm. I gradually incorporated pieces in. And I talk about how we can you can do it strategically. I've got one client at the moment is just having a ball dyeing clothes into her colours. Absolute ball. Wow. So it can be uncomfortable. It is change, but it's change for the positive. I mean, I think secretly. Most women want to look good. When it come, actually comes down to it, we do. We do. Yeah. We so do. that's what I do. And it doesn't have to be a painful thing. Like I said, I often tell people, and I'm not, I'm not particularly into fast fashion, but I say to people, go down to Kmart and buy yourself a T-shirt in a colour that's great for you. Yeah. Because think... it starts to change. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's where a lot of women find that, you know, if they come and see you or anybody is that they've got to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. And that's where, especially at all. where the climate is right now and everything's going on and things like that, that is really good to know because, I mean, I quite often, I don't have to go. I mean, I don't go to fancy shops all the time. Yeah. I did to wear a dress on this week on the weekend because yeah. I really wanted to, but I know I've been to Target even or Kmart and bought yeah amazing clothes so that's actually really good because I want I want ladies to understand that we don't need to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars not at all and when I do an actual presentation if I'm, I'm presenting to somebody I quite often will have a slide up and their pictures so you could, Julie's going to share my socials um the pictures that I use on my socials the professional photos and I, I say, what's in common with these? I think there's about eight or nine of them. Mm -hmm. And the common denominator is either all of the outfit or a piece of the outfit, but most of them, all of the outfit, has been bought in an op shop. Wow. What? In fact, actually, I just changed now, but what I had on this morning was op shop. Yeah, it doesn't have to be expensive. I had a, I had a guy, actually, I had a beautiful young guy, and I've, I've known him for years. Um, he came in yesterday because he's just got a new job and he's also lost some weight. He's at the gym and lost some weight. Mm -hmm. So like, we've got to go and buy work shirts. He's now client facing before he was in a uniform. Mm -hmm. um, and they thought they'd, get, they'd come and get his colours done before they did that. And he kind of, again, he'd worked out that white shirts didn't really do a lot for him. Really? Um, 
And when we were talking, he goes, oh, I've got quite a lot of grey. And he ended up being autumn. So he's rich autumn tones, autumn leaves, mm-hmm. you know, forest. Think about all those colours. Mm-hmm. I said, well, if you've got grey shirts, you can probably dye them. You know, go and buy some dye off, you know, Spotlight or Amazon and give it a go. Make certain you, I'm not a dye an expert on this, but, you know, make certain you read the instructions and the dye that you're using is going to work. And if you weren't going to wear them anyway, what's the issue? Might as well give it a go. Oh, wow. So he's going to give it a go and get and dye some of those shirts into colours that would be amazing for him because he suited quite a few of the deeper ones. My goodness. So there's, there's lots of solutions wearing a scarf, wearing jewellery. Yes. And yeah. do you, is that part of your consult? So yeah. the consult, can you tell me how long if someone was to come up? Because I think, I know that I understand that you do it, you can do it one-to-one, but you can also, you do it in groups as well, don't you? Yeah. So there's kind of three ways to work with me. Yeah. So the first one is a full day consult uh, where we're talking colour, we're talking style, we might talk makeup and skincare. We always talk about hair colour anyway in all the consults, but in this one we'll talk a little bit more on hair style. Basically everything you need to know so you can go out shopping and basically never see me again. Um, uh, So that's my full day. Then I also do a colour class that's individual. Sorry, colour consultation that's individual. That takes about three hours. Mm -hmm. And in that one, we learn your colours. So the colours that suit you, we learn the proportions of how to wear that so is it something that you can wear head to toe is it better so think about a maxi dress a ball gown yeah. jumper and colored jeans head cool. to toe is it a dress so like i'm wearing today it's predominantly one color or is it a top or is it actually not that great next to your face in which case we can drop it below your waist we also look at hair color in that consultation we look at um makeup colors and i always put people in foundation blusher and three lipstick colors i show them three lipsticks that work because i believe lipstick's really important especially if we want to be heard and listened to and i also talk about jewelry color and glasses color i think that's it and that's also in the top the the full day as well and then i also do a small group never more than four probably could do five if it was like a family group or really close group of friends but generally it sits at four and that ends up as a full day they still get exactly the same as they would be would get in a face-to-face one-on-one consultation color consultation but they're doing it in a group and it's a it's a little bit more affordable for people amazing and it kind of depends on what people want because some people do want that one-on-one attention yes um it can be a very personal thing like i said i've come from an abusive background so i do attract people that have been through abuse Mm-hmm. Um, quite often they would prefer to come on their own. Um, some people just don't have time to come with others. Other yeah. people like the group dynamic. Yes. Although a little bit unsure, that will I see it? Will I? Everyone will see it. You will see the difference the colour makes in the mirror. Everyone does. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it feels a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. So they actually also then prefer to come with somebody else because then there's more validation or, or join a group yes. because then it's not me convincing them that they're coming. They get that group going, oh, you look lovely. Oh. I yeah. love that. Validation is huge for women. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But like I said, you do see it in the mirror. And I also record it now for people. 
Um, you will be able to see some of those on socials. Only the people that have given me permission go on social, so it's not something that has to happen. Um, but I record it, so I record showing your top colours, I record some of the process, so people have something to watch when they get home to, as a reminder. Oh, and everyone gets a swatch, a swatch and a booklet. Oh, that was amazing. And Anne's just holding up like a little swatch card, yeah. so you can take so that's my colour swatch. Yeah. Amazing. Before we, um, before we sort of wrap up, I would yeah. love for you to share maybe one or two tips for for women in general that could possibly do something today that can before they can come and see you or if they're still unsure. What is one or two things that you could recommend that could help them just with their confidence today? Something really simple. Okay, first one. Um, first one would be actually would get rid of what I call victim clothes. Victim clothes. Okay. So we all own them. Unfortunately, we all work well, most people wear them. Mm. Um, victim clothes are the clothes and they're normally stuff we wear at home, hopefully. They're the clothes that you know they do nothing for you. They've either never done anything for you, you've never felt great in them. Or they've become that. So they might have been fine, but they've been washed too many times. Or you've spilt something on them. Or they've just got a little, just got a little hole in them. Oh. That stuff. So first of all, get rid of them. Okay. Noted. Everybody. Because you feel icky in them. They're the clothes you don't want to answer the door in. It's yeah. yeah, that stuff. Just get them out of your life. Like we said, there's the Kmart's, there's the Targets, there's the op shops. There are places to buy clothes at an affordable level. And if those clothes are styled correctly, mm -hmm. they can look amazing. Amazing, I agree. I've got amazing. A she goes op shopping, that's all she buys, and she looks yeah. incredible every time. Yeah. Uh, my one disclaimer with op shop is, is don't buy things because they're cheap. Buy things because you love them and they look amazing. Mm -hmm. not because they're cheap same as sales just because it's cheap does not mean to say you should buy it agreed, agreed. Now, if you weren't going to pay full price for it you shouldn't be buying it at a sale really that's a great tip in i love that <laughs> really because it's, it's not that great is it <laughs> just jump on and buy everything you don't even need it because it's on sale you buy it, it doesn't even yeah. suit you yeah. oh it's fine it was cheap yes yeah it'll come in useful yeah so first one get rid of victim clothes second one is actually take that care to think about what you look like mm. you know when we get ready generally mm -hmm. most most thought anyone male or female puts into mm. into getting ready normally is is it clean is it ironed is it cold outside hot outside that's about as much thought as anyone puts together okay we tend to wear the same things on repeat we mm. tend not to think about what it actually looks like yeah, what it's putting out to people. Um, invest in a full length mirror. Oh, really? We don't. Look, we how do you know what you look like if you're not looking at yourself? We don't. I don't even. I don't have one in my house. Yeah. So how do you know that what you're wearing on the top has got yeah. anything to do with what you're wearing at the bottom? How do you know the proportions of what you're wearing are right? Yeah. You're simply. You'll see it all over, you know, social media and stuff. Simply tucking in an outfit, and it's the scariest thing for a woman with a belly to do. Yes, it is. But simply tucking in an outfit can transform a 
could transform an outfit. So being a top can transform an outfit. That's important. So we need to actually look at ourselves. And we don't as women. We tend no. to avoid the mirror, particularly if we've got the weight on or we don't like ourselves or we're lacking confidence or we're busy. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. And I'm so glad that you just shared that last tip because that has just ended this conversation so well that we don't look at ourselves. And that's what I am helping women transform their confidence and how they actually look. But first of all, we have to love who we're looking in the mirror. Yeah. Full length yeah. mirror. At least start to start to be conscious of it. And my other one there is everyone can look good. I don't care if somebody's yes. 18 or 80. I don't care if they're a size six or a size 26. We've all seen a bigger woman look amazing. And we've all seen a skinny mini look awful. Yes. Size is irrelevant. Age is irrelevant. It's what you do with what you're given. Oh my goodness. I love that. Man. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you so much for, for coming on here today. I, I just know that my listeners are going to love this and I'm going to be putting all of Anne's socials, her websites. If you have any questions, you can email mm -hmm. Anne directly. You can make a note. You can do I do discovery calls. So if somebody's looking, going, I don't know what to book in, or I don't know, yeah, I'm happy to chat that stuff over with them. Absolutely. That yeah. is amazing. And and ladies, if you are unsure and you want to know more about Anne, I've known Anne for a long time, please message me, contact me, and I can talk to you and share all the good things about Anne. She's not scary, she's lovely. <laughs> and if you're listening to the podcast, she always looks tremendously amazing like it's incredible how she looks so <laughs> i highly recommend that you go check in out because we are in this together ladies what ann does is one piece of the puzzle what i do is another piece of the puzzle and it's really important to bring it all together so i'm so grateful that you could be here today thank you so much for sharing all you your me on. Um, and I cannot wait to learn, come and, come and see you and have my colors done. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I'm really thankful. Thank you so much. Oh, so thank you for the opportunity. Like I said, if we can change one person's perception of themselves, then this is worth a conversation. That's worth it. Absolutely. Thank you again, Anne and everybody. Pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. If you find this really helpful, if you feel like this is for yourself or a friend, or you want to get a bunch of girls together, please let's do this. And until next week, have a great week, everyone. And I will chat to you on the podcast next week. If you have made it this far and you like what you hear or would like to know more, then my program could be for you. Contact me to find out more. Let's do this.